Good morning and welcome to God Talks in a Living Way once again. We'll start our journey today with a verse of Holy Scripture, devotion from God calling and curriculum from A Course in Miracles. Let's begin with the verse. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. John 1.14 December 22nd, God Calling. Practice protection. Fear no evil because I have conquered evil. It has power to hurt only those who do not place themselves under my protection. This is not a question of feeling. It is an assured fact. All you have to do is to say with assurance that whatever it is cannot harm you as I have conquered it. Children, and not only the big but the little things of life, be sure of my conquering power. Know that all is well. Be sure of it. Practice this. Learn it until it is unfailing and instinctive with you. But practice it in the quiet small things. And then you will find you will do it easily, naturally, lovingly, trustingly, in the big things of life. Course in Miracles, Chapter 5, Section 7. Time and Eternity. God, in his knowledge, is not waiting but his kingdom is bereft while you wait. All the sons of God are waiting for your return, just as you are waiting for theirs. Delay does not matter in eternity, but it is tragic in time. You have elected to be in time rather than eternity, and therefore believe you are in time. Yet your election is both free and alterable. You do not belong in time. Your place is only in eternity where God himself placed you forever. Guilt feelings are the preservers of time. They induce fears of retaliation or abandonment and thus ensure that the future will be like the past. This is the ego's continuity. It gives the ego a false sense of security by believing that you cannot escape from it, but you can and must. God offers you the continuity of eternity in exchange. When you choose to make this exchange, you will simultaneously exchange guilt for joy, viciousness for love, and pain for peace. My role is only to unchain your will and set it free. 
Your ego cannot accept this freedom and will oppose it at every possible moment and in every possible way. And as its maker, you recognize what it can do because you gave it the power to do it. Remember the kingdom always. And remember that you who are a part of the kingdom cannot be lost. The mind that was in me is in you, for God creates with perfect fairness. Let the Holy Spirit remind you always of his fairness, and let me teach you how to share it with your brothers. How else can the chance to claim it for yourself be given you? The two voices speak for different interpretations of the same thing simultaneously, or almost simultaneously. For the ego always speaks first. Alternate interpretations were unnecessary until the first one was made. The ego speaks in judgment. And the Holy Spirit reverses its decision, much as a higher court has the power to reverse a lower court's decisions in this world. The ego's decisions are always wrong because they are based on the error they were made to uphold. Nothing the ego perceives is interpreted correctly. Not only does the ego cite scripture for its purpose, but it even interprets scripture as a witness for itself. The Bible is a fearful thing in the ego's judgment. Perceiving it as frightening, it interprets it fearfully. Being afraid, you do not appeal to the higher court because you believe his judgment will also be against you. There are many examples of how the ego's interpretations are misleading, but a few will suffice to show how the Holy Spirit can reinterpret them in his own light. As ye sow, so shall ye reap. He interprets to me, what you consider worth cultivating, you will cultivate in yourself. Your judgment of what is worthy makes it worthy for you. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It's easily reinterpreted if you remember that idea increases only by being shared. The statement emphasizes that vengeance cannot be shared. Give it therefore to the Holy Spirit who will undo it in you because it does not belong in your mind which is part of God I will visit the sins of the fathers unto the third and fourth generation as interpreted by the ego is particularly vicious it becomes merely an attempt to guarantee the ego's own survival to the Holy Spirit the statement means that in later generations he can still reinterpret what former generations had misunderstood and thus release the thoughts from the ability to produce fear. The wicked shall perish becomes a statement of atonement if the word perish is understood as be undone. Every loveless thought must be undone. A word the ego cannot even understand. To the ego, to be undone means to be destroyed. The ego will not be destroyed because it is part of your thought, but because it is uncreative and therefore unsharing, it will be reinterpreted to release you from fear.
part of your mind that you have given to the ego will merely return to the kingdom where your whole mind belongs. You can delay the completion of the kingdom, but you cannot introduce the concept of fear into it. You need not fear the higher court will condemn you. It will merely dismiss the case against you. There can be no case against the child of God and every witness to guilt in God's creation is bearing false witness to God himself. Appeal everything you believe gladly to God's own higher court because it speaks for him and therefore speaks truly. It will dismiss the case against you, however carefully you have built it up. The case may be foolproof, but it is not Godproof. The Holy Spirit will not hear it because he can only witness truly. His verdict will always be, thine is the kingdom. Because he was given to you to remind you of what you are. When I said I am come as a light into the world, I meant that I came to share the light with you. Remember my reference to the ego's dark glass and remember also that I said, do not look there. It is still true that where you look to find yourself is up to you. Your patience with your brother is your patience with yourself. Is not a child of God worth patience? I've shown you infinite patience because my will is that of our father from whom I learned of infinite patience. His voice was in me as it is in you, speaking for patience towards the sonship in the name of its creator. Now you must learn that only infinite patience produces immediate effects. This is the way in which time is exchanged for eternity. Infinite patience calls upon infinite love, and by producing results now, it renders time unnecessary. We have repeatedly said that time is a learning device to be abolished when it is no longer useful. The Holy Spirit, who speaks for God in time, also knows that time is meaningless. He reminds you of this in every passing moment of time because it is his special function to return you to eternity and remain to bless your creations there. He is the only blessing you can truly give because he is truly blessed. Because he has been given you freely by God, you must give him as you received him.